Hello and welcome to my fifth episode of my podcast, Mihal Mahipal Unplugged. In this fortnightly podcast, I will covering different subjects that have to do with shamanic astrology, psychic development, energy medicine, as well as healing foods. In today's episode, I would like to share with you my thoughts on the subject of when relationship fail. I've been working as an astrologer for quite a while and I'm doing a lot of readings for clients from all over the world and one of the most important aspects why people come to see me is relationship. They either have questions about a relationship that they are already in or struggling with or they contact me because they are looking for the perfect partner for the other so to speak and they want to know when they're going to meet that person and where is it going to be and who would be perfectly fit with them based on their astrology how it's been seen in the horoscope. I love talking about relationships because it has always been a very important part of my life as well. I always end up, I don't want to say end up if my partner's listening to this, he goes like, what, you end up in my relationship? Um, so, no, so I realized for myself that even relationship goes beyond only um, being in a loving relationship or romantic relationship, but it's also covering the aspects of friendships. So relationships is anybody that you relate to on a more like emotional level, even there could also be business relationships. So for me personally, I always had really long-term relationships or long-term friends. This is just something that kind of works um, for me. And I'm not saying this is um, easy. I just felt like... Um, I also went through a period where they didn't have a relationship or was too traumatized by um, a previous relationship that didn't allow me to enter into a new relationship um, for quite a while. So this is a subject that we want to uh, discuss um, today or talk about, where we're going to check in where you are on your relationship level, no matter if you are single or if you're in an existing relationship, or you're just trying to get out of a relationship. So it's always a very complicated uh, subject, but also very interesting because it involves other people. And in astrology, especially in shamanic astrology, where we're using astrology in a more practical way and trying to understand the bigger picture, as well as our own motivations and um, desires, maybe, and also, of course, the motivations and desires of the person who we are in a relationship with. So we're kind of using this as a reference point. And in shamanic astrology, relationships are ruled by Venus, the seventh house, where there's also Libra at home. So this is the, the area where we're um, mo mostly focusing or see if there's anything uh, located there any planets in that house if so are they yeah involved with any other planets that show there's a problem there's something to learn there is all sorts of things and then we also look in at the whole of the horoscope where we're going to figure out certain constellations and planets to find out what you need in a relationship and if we're comparing two horoscopes with each other 
then we also check in on your partner's horoscope to figure out what he or she needs. So then we can compare these two horoscopes. So relationship, as I said, is always a very interesting uh, subject and probably the most um, Googled subject because it's, it's a deep desire, I believe, that we are seeking for another person, that we want to be with someone and there could be different reasons um, for this. But as Libra already suggests, that there's always two people. Yeah, and if, if we really narrow it down, there's the male and the female energy magnetically kind of attracted to each other. So in earlier ages, maybe where we're more, our body more ruled by our hormones, we maybe find ourselves in relationships that can be quite chaotic, intense. Yeah, there's not, we don't have that much experience, so we don't know really what we're looking for in a relationship and we maybe also carry a little bit of our childhood memories, our upbringing and our belief system around what relationships should be based on what we might experience from our parents and therefore we're then going to go out with this kind of filter and trying to find a person that does fit in this category. Later on when we have had a few relationships and we realized that wasn't really what we wanted or this really was very toxic or unhealthy or it didn't work out the way we thought it's going to be, then we're going to slowly wake up and we're going to ask ourselves different questions. It feels like the older you get, hopefully, you um, also raise your standards and you become more aware of what you want in a relationship, what you need and what are your standards and your values around a relationship are and this is the basis um, for our discussion um, today I, I just had a really lovely client and I did an astrology tarot card reading for her and I had to I want to say I had to speak about relationship and it's always a subject that is very um, sometimes difficult to talk about you need to be very sensible because in my readings I'm not suggesting that they should break up yeah I'm not making any predictions this relationship is not going to work I've tried to highlight certain points where they are at in the relationship at that moment in time rather than making any predictions because at the end of the day you need to make a decision and I can only empower you to see the bigger picture to look from, at it from different angles and also from the perspective um, of your partner, maybe. So the thing is, when I think that the, nowadays the divorce rate is quite high and a lot of people are suggesting that we lost our sense of being in a relationship and we are so easily dropping in and out and finding a new partner we don't really care, and if it's something is not working, we don't have the strength to work through it or to figure it out, and this is why people get divorced. So that's just one side of the coin and how you can view this kind of statistics if you want to. I also do believe that people are becoming more aware of, especially women, we are more empowered, we are more free, we may be financially more independent, so we're not necessarily need to stay in relationships that are not healthy for us or where we just 
maybe yeah back in the days when you go back even one generation or your grandparents uh, generation you will see that there was a lot of dependency in relationships either it was money the kids yeah it was survival the woman had um, her place in the relationship of looking after the children and do the cooking and the household and it was very a traditional model of the um, husband going to work and earning the money and it was kind of widely accepted even society has put this role model onto us and I think we're slowly breaking out um, of this kind of uh, perspective and maybe there is a little bit of truth about that we also have forgotten or maybe I would even say we've never learned how to be in a relationship and to work things out and I don't know about your upbringing and I don't know about the first relationship experience that you had maybe with your parents or people around you unless they were psychologists or something like that um so then we maybe never learned how to discuss our feelings openly or we've never learned how to be heard. We might never learned how to communicate what we need and we've never been shown what boundaries are. And that's not only for women, that's also for men. They were not been trained in listening to a woman if she wants to talk to you because she doesn't feel right. Many men already feel very much criticized and so they totally, completely shut down and they get very defensive. And that's just, in people say, that's like an inborn um, characteristics of, yeah, I think that a lot of men and women, they didn't just know any better because it's just not something that we learn at school and it's not something that we necessarily been taught at home. So this emotional intelligence, this ability to listen to each other, to check, in where the other person is coming from or even knowing your own um, desires and your own needs in a relationship. I mean, how long does it take you to really become aware of yourself? I mean, I'm nearly 40 now and I feel I've reached a point where I do know myself very well, but I probably spend, I don't know, half of my life um, analyzing myself and figuring things out and being very conscious and aware. So Trust me when I say there are people out there in their 60s and they haven't really figured it out or they're just settled for less or they just said that's how it is. There's nothing else that I can do about it. And they just found this kind of routine where they're just, yeah, maybe even given up. I do like the idea that, as I said, I'm a fan of long-term relationships. And I do want to believe that you, if you find the right partner, that you can stay with them till the end of your days. But I only do believe this because I probably found the right partner. Even I always believed to be able to find someone where this was possible. And um, so we've been together for six years now and it's not always been easy, especially when we first entered into the relationship. We both had relationships before that were rather toxic, that were kind of very unhealthy and very challenging. So of course, if you enter in any relationship, it will be challenging. 
it will be difficult, it will be weird, it will be, first of all, you're opening yourself up to someone, yeah, so there's a lot of old pain that you maybe tucked away, that you closed your heart, and then suddenly someone triggers all these buttons, they're pushing your button, and they want you to come out of your shell, and you're not quite sure if you can trust that person, or you may be scared of losing yourself, what if they are too consuming, what if they're jealous, what if they're controlling, what if they're all these what-ifs, you know, all the what-ifs that you have carried from past relationships or your parents and because their relationship maybe didn't work out so there's fear of what if I'm investing a lot of time and energy into this relationship and then at the end it all goes bust. And there's no really like a navigation manual. I mean, there's a few books out there on how to navigate through a relationship. But even I did read a lot of books and I Googled things because, as I said, I'm very aware and I wanted to change and I wanted to understand my partner better so I could also give him what he needed. And at the beginning, it was even difficult for him to express his needs or his feelings um, so sometimes you feel as a woman you're very um, psychic. You're picking up on things and your intuition and still difficult to handle them. So that, that's, I think that's the point where we really need to be aware, whoever you are and wherever you are, that relationships are going through this kind of dynamic where it's like a dance, where sometimes you're really close with each other and then other times you may be not so close and sometimes that's just a feeling and sometimes it's physical I have friends where they have partners who work away so they don't see each other for two months and then they do see each other for a while so they have to adjust to that kind of pace of seeing a partner very intensively for a while and then he's gone away so that's challenging then there are people who live together where it's challenging to combine you could be really in love with someone and you go on really well together, maybe sexually, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, but don't live with them because then it all comes crashing down. You're going to start arguing about who's going to do the dishes. He's not cleaning enough or not fast enough. Um, so that can cause a lot of problems by living uh, together. And I think this is also one of the reasons why a lot of relationships do fail, especially over time, because there's not enough space for you to be who you really are. And we have forced this model onto ourselves that if we are in a relationship and the more serious it's going to get, the more we need to spend time together and the closer we need to be even physically by living together. And I have seen people, they got divorced because he was snoring too much and the woman just couldn't cope anymore. So there is a little bit of um, where I think that the new model where we're heading towards, if we really want to make relationship work, first of all, you need to figure out what kind of relationship person are you? What do you need? What does make you happy? What does make you secure? What is your desire? So once you've got all of these points, you're very clear on what you need. Because sometimes people feel that they have to live together because they're so jealous, they couldn't stand um, 
the thing that their partner would live in their own flat and then they don't know what he or she is doing. So it requires a lot of trust to build a relationship on space in between. And then I have other clients where they have shared um, bedrooms and others who have separated bedrooms. So at least overnight, they have a little bit of space to themselves that allows them to just be in their own energy. I think after a while, if you've been living with someone, and I did live with my ex-partner for quite uh, five years or something, you just end up being, at one point I felt like I was just running this automatic program of this is my role, this is how the things are, I'm doing this part, he's doing this part, and it, it became, so it lost the dynamic because this is how you roll in the relationship by living together. And I've seen this very much with my parents as well. They were very a traditional role model. And at the end of the day, they were just playing their roles. This gets a little bit stuck. And of course, if then one person decides, for example, a woman comes into menopause and says, you know, I'm, I'm sick of all of this. Um, I don't just want to be a mother and a housewife and your partner. I want to do and discover who else I could be and what else I could do. It's really difficult for people to break out of this pattern because once one person wants to break out, the other person also feels the instability and maybe that triggers all sorts of fears. They're thinking, oh, she's going to leave me and she's going to do this and going to do that. And she's might going to feel, oh, he's so clingy. He wants me to be around all the time and I can't be doing this. So there's not enough space. I also think that a really big problem is that we are losing ourselves in relationships. So we're kind of ending up just determine ourselves of being married in a relationship. So we're losing our individuality as a person. At the end of the day, you come here into this world by yourself and you will go by yourself. And all in between are encounters with other people where you share more or less parts of your life with. But at the deep core, if you are spiritually orientated, you will feel that you don't belong to anybody. You just need to learn to belong to yourself and be really true to yourself and act out of one part of this authenticity, yeah, of this deep core knowing who you are and then offering this as a gift to other people. And how many people really don't know who they are because they're just playing these roles of being a partner, a wife, a mom, even in friendships or you are someone's daughter or son and, and these kind of, you know, at the end of the day, you are more than the construct that has been built around you. And there are things, of course, where you can say, as I said, relationship is always going to be kind of work. Yeah, there's some uncertainty and life happens and you're going through changes if they are hormonal, if they are out of circumstances where life is hitting you, someone's losing their job or changing their job or you lose a parent or someone close to you. So these kind of dramatic life events. Um, and then you're going through in your own phase of life, you're going through changes of um, changing your priorities of, of what you want to do with your life, what you want to experience, and you want to stay open to this dynamic and allowing life to shape you and call you 
yeah, to come out and play, to go out and travel, to experience more and experience more of the person you can be. And this is why I like astrology so much, because it's, first of all, not only making us aware of what we need or the partner needs. And so this is a good basis for a relationship, because then there can be honest conversations about each needs and desires, and you can build on a mutual understanding and respect of each other. At the same time, in astrology, we can, of course, all look into the transits and the phases that we're going through at a certain moment in time when we are struggling in our relationship. For example, very general now, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> you know, how many messages I get through Mercury retrograde, people telling me, you need to do me a reading. I don't know what to do. I think I have to break up, but I really don't understand my partner and he doesn't listen to me. Typical Mercury retrograde phase, nothing to do with you personally. This is just a disturbance in energy of communication and understanding each other. It will pass. Yeah. So if we know these things, we can navigate through them. Or what about if you look more into a personal horoscope and, for example, your Venus goes retrograde or Uranus, yeah, this unexpected, suddenly rebellious energy. I need to do something else. I need to change. I want to be more myself. So if you are aware of these happenings in your personal life, then you're also not so much projecting these things onto your partner, but you might going to learn, uh-huh, this is happening to me right now at the moment. These are the energies that are getting activated in my personal life. I'm still in a relationship. So how can I navigate through this? How can my partner help me to support me in that period of time? Or what about if you've got a Saturn transit and you experience a phase or your partner where things are really challenging and you feel more depressed and everything is really hard and you feel everything, but you want to show emotions. You don't want any intimacy. You don't feel like you want to even talk to someone. You feel very restricted. You feel you need to chip everything away and just really stay with yourself. So how is the partner going to feel if you suddenly abandon them that way or you're going through a depressive face and they're continuously trying to help you and do you know what I'm trying to say so there are in astrology certain patterns and transits and faces are coming up in our personal lives as well as like a mercury retrograde and things like that it do affect the dynamic of our relationships and then we are blaming this onto our relationships and saying mm, maybe I fell out of love maybe the fire's gone out maybe this, my partner doesn't find me attractive anymore because he doesn't talk to me. Um, so astrology really offers you a lot of answers to these questions and allows you to stay very dynamic in your relationship. As I said, it's a dance where sometimes we dance very closely, sometimes we dance a little bit further away, but we're still holding the connection and this is what true love is all about. This is what trust, loyalty and respect is all about. To understand that we are all here on our individual life journey. And we are all seeking love. We are all seeking relationships. We are all seeking support. 
the other person. We are all seeking something that fulfills us in a way that nothing else can. And to be really honest, you won't find this in a relationship. Yeah, what you're seeking is the connection to God. What you're seeking is the connection to the divine where unconditional love is coming at you and you're always going to feel whole. But if you were always going to feel whole, you wouldn't go out there and try to seek for things. You wouldn't change. You wouldn't grow. You wouldn't have challenges that allow you to grow stronger. But it's all about awareness. It's about the mindset. It's about understanding what relationships are. And also it allows you to understand I am actually or maybe in a toxic relationship. I am actually with someone that doesn't give me what I need or we're not really matching each other. And then you can be really honest with yourself because this, if you then set yourself free, it allows you to enter into a relationship where you do get what you need, where you are allowed to be yourself. And hopefully you then can offer this to your partner as well. But it will require work. It will require work on yourself. It will re require commitment to become aware and being really honest with what's going on, where you're at and where you want to be. So if you are a person, as I said also, you need to chip away all these belief systems on how a relationship should be as I said some people are together for 20 years and they never got married and that's fine you don't necessarily have to get married if you don't feel that's the right thing for you and that's probably for all the people who got the moon or Venus in Aquarius you know exactly what I'm talking about marriage is just another thing for you on paper if you really love someone, your loyalty, your love, your expression will be there no matter what it says on a paper. And of course, the different people who do, maybe you've got a partner who got the Venus or the Capricorn in Moon or in, in Venus. And then they need to have that marriage certificate because it makes them feel safe. Yeah, so just different people with different needs and they need different things and you need to find a way on how you can compromise in a way that doesn't make you feel suffocating and co not compromising in terms of you are staying in a toxic relationship and you've been gaslighted or even abused in any way and then you try to justify, oh well my partner's just that way and if I love him just enough he's going to change. I've been there, I've done that. It's not going to work. Not going to work. I really tell you this. So I really urge you to look a little bit more into inside of yourself and spend some time to figure out who you are and what, you, what the perfect relationship would look like. When would you really feel safe and secure in the relationship based on trust and loyalty? And how would your life look like? Also make sure that you are supported in the projects and the things that you have chosen for you to live in this life. Yeah, only you. If you weren't in a relationship, what would you do? Where would you go? Where would you live? Is it possible to find a partner who can help you with this? And that's the same for your partner. If you are in a relationship, maybe you're going to say, but is it what you want? And, and a lot of men probably say, I, I want nothing. I'm quite happy here with you. And there we go, yeah? So, 
And that's really lovely that men, some of them are really like, they just want to have a loving partner and they want to have a family and then they're done. But also, just trust me, from my own experience, women are much more complex. We want more. We need to have a dynamic in relationship. We just can't sit there and just chill on the couch and just leave it all to. And even if you then let her be, let her go out, let her do her yoga retreats, her meditation, let her be, have a career and support her, then your wife or your partner will love you even more. But you need to show that support, do something in the household, support her where you can, take on her tasks. So if you don't want to, um, as a man, want to live your full potential because you don't have any dreams, you don't have any ambitions, you don't have any goals, or your goal was just to get married and have kids, not just, but you know what I'm trying to say, and then at least make sure that your partner has enough space to express herself because she might want to be more than a mom. She might want to be more than being in a marriage and be a wife and do the household and the cleaning and the dishes. She might have ambitions and dreams and then do ask her what she needs and really try to see from her point of view. And definitely, as I said, consider looking into astrology. I do astrology tarot card readings as well as horoscope analyzes and to compare people who are in relationships or if you are single, that's also something too that we can together can figure out what kind of partner you need and what you're looking for that really allows you to grow in a relationship because this is what it's all about. It's about growth and growing together and then you can be in a long-term relationship where you're going to be together till the end because you're helping each other to become the best version of yourself. I hope you enjoyed this um, episode of this week's podcast. I'm sending you a lot of love. Speak soon. Bye.